Hi, in today's episode, we have Chavi Goel, founder of Image Reversal, which started in 2018. It was a small initiative which started with the sole purpose of healing humans with the right values. Today, they have mushroomed into training for Porsche, which is managing male emotions. Okay, you heard me right, managing male emotions. Survival strategies for rape survivors. They're going strong in their commitment in training people at corporate level and in villages and also laborers to live with values and speak out and reach out in any time of adversity. Welcome, Chavi, onto this podcast. Thank you so much. And uh, let's start about this story that we ha- I'm really dying to tell you all. So, Chavi, you know what? I met you on social media and, you know, I have been seeing your post and how you've been going uh, on and on, you know, writing about the kind of work that you do, you know. And to me, it's extremely interesting, especially in today's time and age, you know, especially now with the pandemic. I mean, there was so much of domestic violence that was on the rise all across. And I think people really forgot to report about rape survivors. And I think the media was abuzz with uh, the pandemic and people, you know, of course, it was a huge, it is a huge calamity that the world is facing. I want to know about your work and what was the reason of you to delve into this journey okay of work that you do um you know to begin with you're a tarot card reader you're a healer you're a social worker your mother to your rape survivors and your daughter to the old age home parents that uh you know who stay you know there and you go across to look after them what was the reason what was the propelling thing that got you to doing uh, this sort of work chavi yeah um the main reason i think when we then I'll go back and think about it first. I was always in hostel. I was uh, I was uh, studying out, and I always used to feel, you know, that crave to go home. And from uh, my school days, I remember we had a very important period that uh, we all. I I don't know whether schools have that classes now or not. That was called moral science, and through moral science, we used to be going to different, you know, uh, centers, the um, old homes, the orphanages. I don't know. Maybe that was somewhere. I used to always look at those children waiting for a parent, or waiting for somebody to come and pick them up. They were would always be wanting some some kind of a you know uniting factor with themselves, and same thing with old homes. So that was the thing that clicked me that when I'll grow, I'll, I'll grow up and I'll get married, I'll definitely have a, uh, I'll adopt a child and if I have one, I'll adopt the second. So yes, my as I said, my son is adopted and he knows it because he was four when he came to me. And, okay. Uh, and yeah. How come you took this decision of adopting uh, your son? Was it, uh, you know, that you were visiting the old age home and that's where you found him and you fell in love? And uh... <laughs> no, I had gone for a daughter actually, but okay. uh, that daughter, that girl, little girl, was liked by my friend, so she adopted her. And Tanishk was four, and he was he was left behind with by her mother, of what I know, and uh, he used to be uh, sitting. In the near the window all the time and looking for I mean that is what I was told that he is always sitting near the window to and he like waits for somebody to pick him up and I started teaching over there as a pretext I started going and started teaching over there and this guy got very close to me and Tanvi my daughter and Tanish got home 
and we I, today he's 20 and a lovely son to be wow. there. and uh, i found out his mother also yes we reunited but tanish doesn't want to go back he wants to stay with me and how wonderful is that? Yeah. <laughs> what was the inspiration behind this? I mean, of course, we all went, uh, you know, I think we are a generation that will talk about moral science classes, which I don't <laughs> know if that really is a syllabus any longer in, know. <laughs> you know, in school books. And we had to get uh, good marks in that uh, subject also to pass. And we all did it till, you know, our 10th, yeah. I think. Yes. But um, was there an inspiration? Or was there a moment of epiphany, you know, in which uh, that something that really triggered you? you know because it uh, so few of us really like the way I mean you say that you go in the morning every day you know before your work and you cook and you clean um, I'm sure there are quite a few brave hearts like you at the old age who who go there and do but what was uh, that uh, you know moment of epiphany for you when you started to do this especially because you know you've taken offense when I said that rape victim you said you don't want to use that word and you want to call them survivors yeah? yeah so Please tell me um, what was the reason. What was the reason? I don't know what was the reason. I don't know. But yes, um, I had a very bad marriage. I had a very, very bad marriage. And um, when you say bad marriage, what do you mean by that? Domestic violence, a lot of violence. And both my children really suffered at that time because we were literally thrown out of the house and I had just. I had only 10,000 rupees maybe in my pocket and I didn't want to tell my parents anything about this. And we actually begged <laughs> for our survival, uh, survival, uh, like survival for the next day. So we did not know whether we'll have bread and milk to eat or we, we were, we used to go gaga about having an egg. If it was an egg in the breakfast, we used to feed things. So. So where did you go when you were thrown out of your house? I I was staying in my friend's servant quarter. Okay. Three months I stayed in the servant quarter. Then I got a job, very nice job. Thankfully, that is one thing uh, I'll always thank my parents for that I was educated very well. Took me almost two months to get back to the reality, that reality that strikes that, okay, girl, you have to do things on your own now. So I started my life again at 35 and uh, ever since it's been just going and I don't have any problems with that. The only thing was, yes, it gave me a very big wake up call that I'm not alone. I have got a lot of people. So you'll see the tagline also on my uh, image reversal, you are not alone. So that is how I thought like I must go on. I mean, there are worse people. I mean, people with worse scenario than me. I was you know, this is a joy. Of Chavi, you know, when you say that you're not alone, actually, we are talking about a collective yeah. consciousness. Yeah. And uh, yes, I do believe, I mean, I'm a very positive person and I do believe that if you meet uh, two, uh, if you have two bad experiences, you have six good experiences. <laughs> and it's about how you want to look at it. Absolutely. Yeah? And because... We as people, we're so forced to only, you know, look at the negative part because there are so many more good people that come into your life too, you know, like you have. But we, I think as human beings, we tend to really focus only on the negative experiences. And when I hear your story, I just think that, you know, I'm sure so many people would have come together to help you and get you back on your feet, you know, with your job and and the rest of it for you to be where you are today. Um, Right, Chavi? Yeah, absolutely right. And I mean, here I'll just say one thing. It's not just 
that you you want to go and work it out you know it's that fear that if you're not going to go these oldies over there they're going to ransack your life i mean one i cannot take one holiday the day i take a holiday next day i get absolutely throttled by them where were you why didn't you come and so it's better you go even if you got fever so that keeps you going on and i think i have to thank them every minute because because of them i never had any kind of a illness ailment i could not think of it because at the back of your mind you know you've got so many people who are waiting for you so that is we're waiting so to is, see you yeah and this not i mean they totally depend on you more they totally depend on you you know they're waiting somebody would come clean their diapers clean their soiled chaddars their they'll they'll just look at the glass kal se dhula nahi hai so you have to they and they take you so close to them so they actually shout at you so they're like parents so i'm so happy to say that i've got set of 10 moms and 10 dads wow and, wow and tanvi and tanish have got 10 grandparents i mean they are the happiest so uh, most of these old people who are there in the old age home that you go into and do your work do they come from a certain background where uh, you know because mostly we associate that uh, in educated homes this kind of things don't happen no 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 no, no 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 they all belong to very good uh, to very good homes if i i mean i don't want to speak and uh, speak it out but they belong they're all educated and one thing more i have done very categorically for them is i have made them all I mean, except for those who are above eighty and eighty plus, they are not working. But if people between seventy-five to eighty or seventy to eighty, all those people have got some work or the other to do. They'll be doing gardening. They'll be taking tuitions. Two of my mothers bake very good breads, so I have got oh, those. Wonderful! So yes. when I come into Delhi, that's the bread that I should have. Um, I mean, I learned making bread from them, and now oh, today, wonderful. today we are we are selling their breads also. All my friends they buy breads from me, and whatever the money comes goes to their pocket money, as their pocket money, and they do very good bead work. They they are very good at uh, making small you know uh, foods, and if there is a party somewhere, so I ask them to make a dish or two, and that's what is served in my friends' parties, you know, and they get paid for it. So. I have to keep them going. I have to keep them working. I can't make them sit idle. That's wonderful, Chavi. So, Chavi, tell me a little about the fact that you know what uh, you always say that we need to use the word rape survivors and not victim because I think um, you know the word that comes to us is always victim and not the survivor. No, no. And tell me your philosophy behind it. I would want the listeners to know yeah. about it too. Please, please, I would love to tell about this because uh, here I'll. I'll I'll talk about there are actually 112 stories with me now, but one of the most most important story that is right close to my heart is about a woman who I found on the roads who was beating around people with her stick, and people were calling. Uh, I mean, just saying, "Pagli aagai, pagli aagai." So I t- turned around and asked the chai wala over there. This is in Delhi, Noida. You're talking about Delhi, in Delhi, in middle. De- and I have a very posh colony of Delhi. Okay. So I asked this guy, "Who's this pagli? Who are you calling a pagli?" He says she keeps on eating people and all. 
so i i had cho- some chocolates in my purse and i started going towards her so everybody was like ma'am maregi aapko maregi but she was sitting quietly under the tree and like she was actually acting or i don't know what she was actually scratching her hair and all that so i went next to her and i sat down with next uh, on the bench and i showed her the chocolates you won't believe it she acted like a real kid she just took those chocolates and started eating them and i just put the hand around her shoulder and i started rubbing her you know shoulder and i asked tikho tum tikho and she put her head in my laps and she started speaking dard ho raha hai bahut dard ho raha hai i think she was trying to tell me something so i said kahan dard ho raha hai kya hua then she is like sab maarte hain mujhko sab maarte hain mera kahan maarte hain and she started picking up her dress i said kahan maarte and i now i knew that there is something wrong i said kahan maarte she started picking up her uh, gown kind of a thing she said yahan maarte hain i just picked her up called my friend who is a doctor she is a gynec i called her i said i am coming over with this woman just do whatever you can i'm just come so everybody resisted why are you taking her ma'am kahan le ja rahe ho i said abhi isko doctor ke paas le ja rahe hain police ke paas le ja rahe hain phir batayenge kahan le ja rahe hain i got her quietly with me in the taxi can you believe it she had a test done she had this woman was perpetually being raped every night she had um i mean you won't believe it her private parts were in bad bad shape and i'm talking i i mean when i'm talking i'm actually shivering because i saw it and i mean i we were we were, me my me and my friend we were like we were so agitated we didn't know what to do and this woman was like and first of all you won't believe she was over 42 a woman of that age i don't know what people were doing with her so this guy i went back over there i i had to go i had to ask about what was happening we could not got get any clue of where she came from where she was living nothing so she was not belonging to that area now the doctors had to really work on her and this was this was in uh, just when the uh, lockdown had started in delhi i had gone to pick up my papers so when i was coming back i found her during the lockdowns also we were working very high uh, i mean very very strongly with her because she was at my friend's place only she really took care of her i used to go every day i used to get her clean i used to get her bandaged i used to we really worked on her april may she was given all the treatments june onwards we started working on her slowly and steadily we started and she was not mad first of all she was not mad she was showing whatever she was she was just putting on that pretext because she was so scared inside now she had started talking well she had really started speaking well and we started training her on small things like uh, you know she used to tell her get the stethoscope get this and she started training her this december she was properly taken as a assistant nurse in my friend's hospital and i'm how wonderful so kudos to you chavi and i'm so happy she is absolutely fine and one day i'm sure she'll come on your podcast and she'll speak also 
I'll make. I'm sure. I would. Yes, I would love to talk to no, her. And I would love. Yes, I see her absolutely. and I cry the brave, every time. I, I every time I see her, I cry. I have tears in my eyes because she would have just been, you know, badly massacred over there. But now she's having a beautiful life. And how long was she on the streets for? I don't know anything more. I think she must have been there for a year or something. So, do you know a little about her history? Was she, uh, you know, know, from a village or nothing? I didn't want to also it. because I was very scared that if somebody who has been trailing her or who has been using her regularly and all, if somebody comes behind me, I mean, how will I save her? Or if somebody kind of tries to. So tell me, Chavi, when you do work in a field as um, you know disturbing as this, you know, so do you have problems, you know, legally? I mean, you know, from uh, especially also from the uh, police department, do they support you? Do they help you out no. because this is uh, like social work that you're doing? You no, know, I, and, uh, I'll be very frank. I don't. I, I get parents straight away uh, from NGOs. Different NGOs have my name. and uh, they get me the parents who want to quietly visit with their kids with the daughters with the sons even i have i have had some boys also who were molested i have worked with them also but uh, i have done more more for these survivors the girls who want to go ahead and don't want to be uh, they don't they don't want their names public so they say So, are you telling me that these girls are given up uh, for adoption or to live in homes, and they are not yes. taken back with their no, families they post? Uh, they don't want to take them back. Even the husbands don't want to take their wives wives back if they are raped. So, uh, there's a it, so this is a very deep mindset that we're talking about. It's a very about, deep Javi. taboo that is still lingering yeah, on. Yeah, it is a taboo. As yeah. as much as you say we are evolved, as much as you say we are ethical, as much as you say we have got a lot of values, I say we are. all nowhere we are all nowhere nobody wants to work with them nobody wants to work with them it's a handful of people who would like to come and uh, you know help me out otherwise i have had even as stupid a question like will they be our maid servants as stupid a question can we take them and they can be our helpers at home and these are educated these girls are, right that you're talking yes. about yeah ah okay so tell me something um you know do so is there should not be a problem for them to get employment if they are educated people or are you telling me that this also becomes a hindrance for them to get jobs uh, moving on from there see uh, it's not a hindrance like if they are quiet and their parents are helping them out so they are they don't even come to know and they quietly go back to the work but some girls who are not from this place i mean not from delhi like i have got girls from gorakhpur i have got girls from gonda i have got girls from bihar so those are the girls like the latest story was about the girl from rajasthan who was raped on her first night by her husband and her friends and she was left to die on the road so she doesn't want it's, to go it's traumatic to even traumatic. think yeah it it just breaks my heart chavi to even think what she might have gone through you, you know on the girl, day of her wedding night as if you see that girl she is like she is so beautiful she's so delicate i don't know how that guy would have even thought of doing such a such a thing i mean you get you've got married to her and how could you just abscond after that i thought he would look around for her or he was not a part of it 
but then the, the girl said she, the girl when she came into consciousness she said he was also a part of it can you believe that guy with his friends was a part of this rape and this was not registered anywhere we don't know she did not want to be so she said i just want to be i just want to stay back in it i don't want to go back to my village i don't want to go back to that place so we are not sending her back and when you were talking about legal matters i'm very happy my daughter has seen all these things and she has she has she's just completing her law and she has promised me that in every case she'll be there with me in every case of domestic violence or such a case she'll stand by i'm sure chavi with the kind of great work that you're doing there'll be a lot of people who'll come across and help you out it's a matter of you know women like you who have do not have a you know a huge company backing them up or somebody else backing them up for their stories to be told you know to people so that there are more hands that come in and join you and take this whole yes um, more like you know to, endeavor of yours forward i like to speak here yes. for this reason i mean something about this also like i had i have not that i want to do it all on by all by myself or i want to become a you know uh, i want to become a very status uh, i mean i don't i want a status for the, for all these things i don't want that i have tried to reach out to uh, to lawyers i've tried to reach out to um, you know companies to police stations to politicians it all ends up with a photograph it all ends up with a selfie it all and just a blanket they don't need a blanket you know they need a virtual blanket and it all ends up with uh, a false uh, promise that we'll help you will be there and nobody comes back so now i have stopped going to anybody people like you who are who are really you know who really get connected are the kind of people who help me out otherwise i don't need that i don't need that kind of a show off over here that i am doing i we are doing this we are doing that i don't want that because most of the clubs have come forward the inner wheel and all they just wanted a photograph and that's it i didn't want it that even in the old home the older people have told me very categorically we don't want a photograph so we don't want people we tell them give time if you can we don't want resources we can manage resources so listening to you chavi is all that i can say that you know what i'm sure india is going to rise out of this and uh, you know we have a young generation that's coming up who's more aware you know who's going to be more sensitive to all these issues and uh, thank you for being on this podcast and for all the listeners if you want to get in touch with chavi goel and help her out her instagram handle is at 6.chavi and you can get in touch with chavi at 8800950 double 50 i repeat again double 80 09 50 double 50 thank you chavi for being on the show thank today thank you so much god bless you